return of the Jedi. The TIE Interceptors are on a mission, but here comes the B-Wing fighter with its adjustable wings and gravity control cockpit. It's a hit, but wait. Will the B-Wing's warning buzzer bring help, or will the Empire be victorious? Only you can decide with Star Wars toys. And here we go. Gentlemen, we are tonight's entertainment. I told you already, I'm gonna kill you. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. That's not how the force works. Very small man can cast a very large shadow. This <laughs> does put a smile on my face. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. Impressive. Most impressive. You are on the Sith list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 165 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Olashai, and my co-pilots for this this week's adventure. We don't have a lot of co-pilots because Carlos Buarguello is in San Francisco with the love of his life, Brittany Brown. They are all, uh, they're going around town. I heard they were in a Lucasfilm, they're at the wharf, they're doing all kinds of stuff. So his little Clark Gable's mustache wearing ass isn't in front of me right now. But you know who is in front of me? The beautiful green-eyed mm. beast of a man. Saw him at the gym the other day from up top, looking down on him. He had a, like a tank top on. I was like, who is that defensive lineman down there? Oh, shit. That is my friend and co-host, Mr. Lesses. Never wearing a tank top to the gym again after that. Gonzalez. <laughs> The man we call El No Show, because he's not here either. Mr. Eric Struthers had a gig tonight, and he can't be here. It was a big gig. It was like a biker gang, like the Sons of Anarchy. I asked to throw the horns to come on and play, so he's rocking it out there right now. So we're not having Boo, and we're not having Eric Struthers. And we're recording on a Thursday because I had some juvenile delinquents fuck up the fiber optics hub down the street. From my house, so I haven't had internet in six days. So we're recording on a Thursday, but we have the man I call Tom last week, which was awful. May it please your majesty, I have neither eyes to see nor tongue to speak. Gentlemen, the king. Hey, I've been, uh, you know, doing some messing with some fiber optic hubs and screwing (laughs) up people's internet. That's only because I called you Tom. That's it. Your majesty. Are you aware that by your action in this house today, you may have pushed this nation to the brink of civil war? That's what you get. Since we're down a bad motivator, we decided to add another one into the mix. You know him as the co-host of the often-mentioned Star Wars podcast that breaks down the ins and outs of Star Wars fandom and fatherhood in fandom. Please welcome the second baddest motivator out there. Luke! Sorry, Dallas. Mm -hmm. Luke! Mr. Luke 
Cruiser. Welcome to Sith Lair, Luke. Hey, I'll take number two. I'm fine with that. I've always accepted being like, you know, Eric's up here and I'm down here. So being number two when I thought I was number three, not bad. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Like being number two to Eric is that's huge. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's really, I mean, it's really aren't good. We all number two to Eric. <laughs> we are really, we really are. That's what he tells me, anyways. Yeah, he tells everybody that. Thank yeah. you for coming in and, and pinch hitting here, man. I, we really appreciate it. How you doing, buddy? I am doing fantastic. Uh, just got out of class, living life. I tell you what, dude. The teacher, she. I, I don't know if you guys ever went through this, but she went through a three hour straight. No break, just teach a thon. The worst. And I about lost, the worst. lost my damn mind. No break in the middle. Break. The hey, worst break, the worst were the seven to ten o'clock classes, man. You just want to uh-huh. oh. And if they don't do a break in the middle, forget about it. But no, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would go into all the wonderful things about the bad motivators, but we do that every week, so fuck it. Yeah, who needs the, who needs that noise? Who needs who needs to plug the bad motivators? We're saving time. We're saving time. <laughs> we do that every week anyways. <sighs> but how do you guys buy all those fucking toys? Um, well, we have, see, I have my regular job. And then when I get, when I get done with this, I got to go in the corner to sell some drugs because it's not legal here yet. So I can still get money, you know, legally oh, here for that. Oh, got it. Got it. You guys, the weed yeah, is not yeah. legal there. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I, I got, I, I sling that sweet doja and, <laughs> Uh, and, and I and I sell my body, and I, then I buy toys. That's there what you happens. go. Hey, yeah. hey, whatever, whatever works. And tell the fine people out there, the audience, where the Doja has been being sold, <laughs> as you say. I almost said, said Dojo. I'm said Dojo from Karate Kid. Oh I'm saying, God, what, what city? What, what city are you residing uh, in? I, I live in a. I wouldn't call it a city, uh, but a. <laughs> I guess you. I don't know. It's a small. It's it's a town in Indiana called Columbus. Columbus, so, Indiana. Yeah, interesting. It's actually, it's actually, it's actually a nice little diverse town because we have a Cummins engine here, and they bring people from all over the world. So mm. it's pretty cool, pretty cool little place. Nice, nice, nice. King Tom, how you doing, my man? I I've been okay. I've been a little bit under the weather because of this crazy weather changing. It's like ninety today, going to be sixty tomorrow, and oh, my sinuses and throat are all crazy. But other than that, I'm good. Yeah, that, that was me last week, man. It was the worst. I'm, I'm just getting past the sinus problems. I think less you're just getting it or what? I'm fighting it off, but I know once it hits me, it's knocking me on my ass. Oh, it's the worst, oh, isn't it? It's not going to be good. Oh, sinus stuff. Sick, bullshit. Like at home for two, three days. Oh, forget about it. Shivering and shitting. It's not going to be cold. Whoa, shivering and shitting. It sounds like Vegas last weekend. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> You get the shivers and the shits when you have sinus infections? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, what's going to happen with me is the fact that everybody at work has already had it, so it's mutated That's by the time it's gotten infection. into my in, my system. So it's going to be a straight-up flu bomb when I get it. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. That's the worst. Flu it bomb. always happens, too. It happens to me. Everybody else will get a little sniffle, get a little sick. I'll stay away from people, do all the right things, and next thing you know... Yeah, he's right. He does go down hard. Oh, buddy, down, you, sh- you should stop licking door handles. You won't have such a problem. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. We do work with kids, and Les works with a lot more than I do. And oh, man. They're all over. It's, like a, pe- it's a petri dude. dish of yeah. diseases. Oh. I-, I heard that you uh, got, got to experience your first kid sickness, getting, getting sick from a kid. Yes, mm. exactly. When we went to Vegas, we took the kid with us. He didn't like the uh, day club too much, but he was really into the nightclub. Uh, uh-huh. no, just kidding, just kidding. But we did take him to Vegas uh, for his first big road trip. 
and he got the sniffles and he started sneezing and coughing. Les was there. He saw him. Yeah. And he got me sick when I got back from Vegas. Or Either that or my immune system is so shitty now that I can't drink and party for 24 hours and I get mm. fucking sick, mm-hmm. which is very, very possible. You know, <laughs> well, e- either way, I'm, I blamed him no matter what. I just want to say, welcome to the club of childlessness. It's great. <laughs> That's what uh, King Tom told me, too. I'm not it's looking forward to all that. But you know what? Today he did. He did his, he's running a Star Wars onesie and he did his first blowout. I mean, this blowout was oh, so yes. bad, it got all the way back to the back of his neck. Like, how oh. does, how does shit, how do you shit so hard where it goes backwards up towards your neck? Like, I don't, I, does, how is that even possible? Have you guys, did you, have you guys ever had that happen? Not to yourself. The dark side of the force is a pathway to Uh, many abilities. (laughs) Some would consider to be unnatural. Uh, Yes, unnatural for sure. Dude, if you're, if your entire diet was liquid, you, uh, and, and, and you had to wear tight clothes all the time with a, yeah, you would have shits coming out back, back of your shirt too. That's, that's, that you might be right about that. It was, it was awful. I couldn't believe it. Like I had to like, oh, it was just bad. (laughs) It was bad. <laughs> I love it. Just bad. But we got through it. We got through it. Um, let's do this. You guys ready to get into the uh, week in geek? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do the uh, shenanigans real quick. We are proud members of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. Tune into podcasts like Now This Podcasting, Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, Rogue One, Podcast 2187, First Order Transmissions, The Cargo Hold, Kessel Run Radio, Fingered by Randy and Jason, Tatooine Sons, Around the Galaxy, A Star Wars Fan Podcast, Idiots Array, and I do want to say I got to hang out with Corey from the network, and I got to hang out with Noah again. And he said, "Fuck you, In and Out sucks." Tell Les that, and I said, "Okay, I'll tell." He Les didn't that. say tell Les the f. He literally legit. said, "No, he didn't say that." Yeah, he, okay. He, he so, said, "Yeah, Les will oh, go fuck this, himself." This, is oh, what he said. oh, oh, is that what he said? No, I'm just kidding. He didn't okay. say that, but he did say, <laughs> "What a burger is better." We went to a Mexican restaurant, a really good one, with uh, Mr. Ward. And Corey decides to order a hamburger that tastes like dog shit. So <laughs> that some, sums it all up right there. Oh, you don't order goodness. hamburgers at a Mexican yeah, restaurant. I know you know it. what? As, know as somebody that had to learn that lesson, yeah, I agree. Oh, and man. I did that in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Uh, that's even worse. They're like, you came down here to order a fucking cheeseburger. <laughs> that's right. And I'm like, Les, I just what is wrong see- with you, bro? And I was like, I just want to see how you guys do it. And they literally <sighs> did it the way you make it at home. Yep, that's how this one was. <laughs> he, Corey had to spit it, had it out. The green onion in the middle of it. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it was I could have just made awful. it at home. Damn, Never Les. again. Hey, hey, lesson learned, everyone. Just for me. Okay. But it was Jeez. great to see the, great to see the guys. Just, you know what, dude? Yeah, and they're both coming back for Rise of Skywalker. So and that's when he'll get a full double double mm-hmm. stuffed down his throat. That's right, and he'll get in and out. All right, let's move on. Box office tonight is the night that the Joker comes out. I'm not supposed <laughs> to say the Joker. Joker comes out. That's right. And we have a quick review from Rustin Brown who texted me and said, "This is his review just from an, about 30, 35 minutes ago." He said, Joaquin Phoenix is amazing. The movie was full of like being anticipated for something to happen. And he said, but he was let down by the storyline. That's the first review we got from people that we know. I've heard it's a slow burn. I've heard it's definitely not what you think. I heard it's not too violent. I heard... Uh, oh, so you've heard it all. Uh, all kinds of stuff. Okay. 
that's going to be there's a ton of security every day. I know, man. Police ton of security. It's, it seems like people are adding all this hype and security where relax with the security talk. <sighs> like if you're going to get security, don't tell everybody you're getting security. Do you ever feel like we're like we are creating this problem? You know, like people are all I, like, I'm not saying they don't have cause to be concerned for mm-hmm. what the story is about. I but agree. like whenever you go on Twitter and you and you put things into what I call like the bully machine, where you, where you just like you, you hype something up so crazy mm-hmm. that if something maybe something wasn't going to happen, but because all this hype has been built up around it, it's been on like national news networks and everything else that then somebody who would do some crazy shit like, you know what, maybe I will because people remember it then. You know what I mean? Like, I totally, I totally like, understand. Yeah. yeah. But, but here's it's the like, thing. It's like a catch 22. If something does happen, they'll go, well, why didn't you hype it up? Why? Where's the goddamn security? So it's like a yeah. catch 22. It sucks. I mean, we're living yeah. in a weird, well, weird time but right now. It's no different than when movies like boys in the hood came out and police right. were like, Oh nope, You four black dudes cannot go in at the same time. You two got to go to a different <sighs> That's what I'm saying. You two got to go to that one because uh, you know, we don't want any gang violence breaking out. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember that. You're like, man, it's a movie. (laughs) I mean, but but the thing is, is all those things that were depicted in the movie were almost were, especially in Boys in the Hood's case, were too real. Yeah, they were happening. So, uh, I mean, yeah, this is our our own. Ultimately, like you're right, Luke. It's our own fucking creation because we wouldn't have this issue if people weren't doing the shit that (laughs) they're fucking doing out there. We'd be able to sit back and say, okay, we're going to watch an origin of Joker. And do this, and you know, and just to deal with it, right? But not, not That's anymore. Not, not it's anymore not because the landscape I, is so damn dramatic. Yeah. It's yeah, it sucks. I tell you what, because of all the hype that's going around it, like I'm not going to go during peak hours. And like, and that's, mm-hmm. and I, I'm going to go like matinee some, some random day. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, you know what I mean? I wonder if the numbers will, will uh, be affected by that at all. Well, we'll find out. In a couple of days. Oh, well, for sure. And it'll be. It blank. was projected like 100 million. I it think. was projected 100 million, but let's see if this yeah, hype, we'll this see. bad hype, kind of ruins Even that. though it's just for the weekend, 100 million? Yeah. Yeah, 120. Uh, that's iron, a major yeah. opening. It, that's Especially for projecting. an R rated movie. An R rated movie that only was, the budget was $55 million. So we'll see. Damn. We'll see. Well, this week, this last weekend, it's definitely not the Joker, Abominable came out. And it was number one. It beat downtown Ab- Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost fucked that up. $20 million for that crazy animated feature. Hustlers came in third, $11 million. So we got uh, Abominable, $20 million. Downton Abbey, $14 million. And Hustlers, $11 million. That was last week's box office. This week is going to be a lot different, but I yeah. just want to throw that out there in the box office. And by the way, hello to everybody at New York Comic Con. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Les and I were there last year. And we were hosted by the one and only Michael Pappas, who was the most gracious and amazing host. And we miss everybody over there. Uh, last year was yeah. just so much fun. And yeah, Malik happened for me. So that's what happened. But <laughs> hopefully next year, maybe we can take the little dude. Yeah. But I uh, hope you guys are having a great time. I already Sorry, saw some Fernando, cool stuff. Fernando, Emily. Yeah, everybody we Rebecca, met. Rebecca, Fernando, Emily, Dom's there. Michael Condor, as I call him, is there. <laughs> so yeah, right. hello to everybody down there. So have a great, great time. And can't wait to see you guys at Celebration, Anaheim. Now, we don't have Mr. Struthers here to talk a little Star Wars, but we do have the king of all pods. And we do have the cruiser that is the bruiser. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> in the Star Wars galaxy. Me. Mr. King Tom, can you guide us through this galaxy this week? I will do my best. Uh, first off, 
T- today is Thursday, October 3rd, and it is the eve of Triple Force Friday. Yay! Uh, I don't think you said that correctly. Uh, okay, that's why, we, that's why we have you, Luke. Uh, go ahead. And, and I think the problem is, is that people, people have been shitting on that name, and that's because they're saying it wrong. It's Triple Force Friday! You gotta put some like... <laughs> is, that, is that how they say like, it? You, you, they're not saying it right. You know, and, and Dallas and I both say it that way on the show. And the person who actually has singing ability and rock cred refuses to do it that way. Oh, damn it. Like, like, like for some reason he gets all bent out of shape about it. Strothers and pocket. And who has a, who has something with a whammy bar that he can add at the end to make it even more majestic. He's just, I wonder what song he's playing right now. Probably, probably Freebird. He's, mm. he's probably playing Freebird with this, with this, obviously his fingers and his teeth. And he's got one hand with a lighter just going left and right, back and forth. My guess it's, it's 10, 25 where he is. I would say probably Bark at the Moon. Ah, the Lazy. I would say Armageddon it. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. How dare you? Let's not talk about Leopard. They're playing hash pipe. Last time I talked, yeah. Last time I talked, we talked about Leopard. We got to meet him, got a whole argument about Def Leopard and the downfall of Def Leopard, and he doesn't think they ever had a downfall. And, and I think that album was the start of the downfall of Leopard, but whatever. I, I digress. I digress. Sorry. Sorry, so, uh, King Tom. So I, I saw on Twitter people in, in some of the bigger cities are lining up at different locations that are open right now, but I know Luke. I don't know about you, but right here in, in Columbus, Ohio, there's nothing open at midnight. None of the targets or anything, unlike for The Last Jedi, where we had a lot of places open. Nothing's open right now, so I'm going to have to go in the morning. Yeah, uh, for me, see, typically, see, the thing is, is that they never really do those kind of events here. Like the targets are, the targets are like, screw you, we're not opening at midnight, so you can get your toys. <laughs> they don't care. And uh, in Walmart, for whatever, whatever reason... We have two Walmarts on either side of town, and I don't know what their problem is, but they're open 24 hours, and they just never put the stuff out till like 6 or 7 in the morning. Lazy. So I end up going in the morning anyways. I, I, already, told work, I already told work that I was coming in two hours late. So, <laughs> What's the big – is, is the big item this year, guys? Is it the, the Lego Imperial Star Destroyer? Uh, I would say that's the most expensive item oh, okay. that's out Here's there. It. I, I mean, it's six hundred bucks. Oh, so I mean, Lord, I, I, it's all, I think it's, I think it's already out. So oh, it's is not it? okay. Because I saw somebody building it already. Oh so. shit! Okay, yeah. they have some. Uh, I, I don't know what the exact term is for it, but like the legacy or classic series uh, that are designed to be like the Kenner uh, packaging. They have an ATST and Poe Dameron's X-wing. Oh Both shit! Of they're a little bit pricey, but both of them look beautiful. Um, and the idea behind Triple Force Friday, again, it's stuff from Rise of Skywalker, uh, merchandise from Fallen Order and The Mandalorian. And earlier this week on Twitter, I saw a Kenner executive or uh, Hasbro, Hasbro executive say that one of the reasons a lot of this other stuff is coming out with the Rise of Skywalker merchandise is because a lot of the Rise of Skywalker toys that they want to do have spoilers in them. Oh, I heard, I heard about spoilers that. Spoilers yeah. in the movie. So we're getting a, a limited first batch of things and then yeah, more dude. to come after the movie. So our, like our 65 or 75% of the stuff they're going to come out with is not coming out yet. It's right. After the movie. Yeah. Which, which has got to be a calculated hit for them because that won't be till after Christmas. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm with Luke. I know I'm gonna try and go tomorrow before work just to see what they have to do some Christmas shopping. What about you guys, Les and Araj? You planning on getting anything? No, I'm not a huge Triple Force Friday kind of guy. Triple Force Friday kind of guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I love looking at Twitter and all the Instagram stuff of all you guys enjoying your stuff. That I'm. That's kind of like what I, I'm into. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, there's some cool shit. Like if there's some cool stuff that looks really nice. Stuff like that I get, but I usually wait till like celebration or something like that to get it. I, I don't freak out or anything, but I uh, I envy everybody that uh, gets so excited about it. I'm mean, really pumped up for you guys. I mean, I'm not all about that either, but what I did notice, which looked pretty damn cool, is all the Mandalorian stuff looks really cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, really yeah. yeah. Like, that, that would be some cool stuff to get. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. true. That would be some cool stuff. I wonder if at celebration, the exclusive is going to be a Mando exclusive because I'm sure season two I panel saw, will be going on. I saw... Uh, Someone put up a, it was a retweet, but images of a, the snow trooper. Oh, is a new one or something? Yeah, it has. Oh, like with a, the cape. Yeah, it has like a trench the coat cape. type of cape, oh, and damn. it's all white. And the, yeah, it looked amazing. Yeah, like, that cool, thing man. looks beautiful. But yeah, I'm not too hot on like collecting the toys and stuff like that. Uh, not really. I you know I think my I childhood. Everybody, though, my yeah. parents ruined my childhood by getting me all the fake toys. And, <laughs> and this is the cool, this is the cool thing, guys. This is a little surprise that I recorded a little mini segment with my mom last night since we didn't have Aww. a podcast, hmm. and I'm going to put it in here. And I confront her about all the horrible things she did to me when I was a kid. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Thank you for giving me a roof over my oh, head, it's great. my belly. God damn it! Yeah, it's 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 fantastic. So I can't wait till you hear I mean, it. Aside from the clothes and the roof over my head, yeah, she it rides much, everywhere. She pretty much says that. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you come short on everything? Lion bot, really, mom? Lion bot? <laughs> All right, whatever. Where's my Voltron at? Don't yep. you care about that? Comes me? up. That definitely comes up. So yeah. that, I'll put that in here a little bit later in this in this podcast. But nice. okay. mommy, hey, and, hey. the mommy and me segment is what we're calling it. Can I ask you guys a, a quick question? Are you? I don't know if you've been paying attention, but whenever you look at the Mandalorian, we're talking about Mandalorian. Have you been noticing all the different like stages of his armor? You know how like you'll see one picture of him, and like almost all of them is like that tan brownish color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, the, and, then the, and as he adds more metal to him, like he gets more and more chrome, like in yeah, the shimmer. Yeah, he gets like a yeah. shimmer, right? Like a shinier. No, I, I mean guess? like he's literally he's literally like the it's not. It the the character literally puts like more metal on him as he goes along in the show. Like he's upgrading. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I actually didn't yeah. notice that. Well, one well, of the ways I at, saw that. That's really cool. If you look at the most recent picture from the IGN article, mm-hmm. like his whole chest is metal. Ah, oh, okay. is that the one where he's got the battle damage on his shoulder? Maybe I'm not sure. It, it's, it's the one where where he's sitting in the the razor's edge or crest, wherever it's called. Okay, no, I think oh, the one I saw, it. he's like standing and he's got some, like a chunk of something in his shoulder. Yeah, no, I, I just I just keep noticing, it and for some reason, it's like it's like extremely compelling to me. And it also <laughs> makes me realize they're going to have about fifty different variations of his figures and everything <laughs> else. So. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly yeah. right. Smart marketing. <laughs> okay, so this this next item I have is is a little bit of a roundabout thing. But uh, earlier this week, we were treated to our first view of Babu Frick, oh, a character Babu. from Rise of Skywalker. This is a little monkey looking dude. Uh, Star Wars, you know, posted the picture, and I don't know if any anyone is familiar with the Re- We Rate Dogs Twitter account. People send in pictures. the The account <laughs> will retweet the pictures and say, "Good doggy." 11 out of 10. <laughs> so 
in response to the picture of Babu Frick, some random dude sent a picture of his dog to the Star Wars Twitter account saying, my dog looks like Babu Frick. And Star Wars Twitter retweeted it Mm. saying something. And they said 14 slash 10, which a lot of people think to mean they mean 1014 as in October 14th, which is a Monday and the day that we will see the trailer. So a lot of people are saying we're going to see a trailer Monday, October 14th. I think. You probably are. I think he's dead on, man. I think we're going to see. I was going to say we're going to see it in a couple of weeks on Monday night. And that would yeah, be it. Star Wars tickets, fans, baby. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully tickets will go on sale, too. You know, I I don't know about you guys. I, I want to see the trailer. I'm really looking forward to seeing the trailer, but I need tickets. Oh, God. Yeah, God, that's probably tickets. the best thing. Yeah, that's probably the most important thing for sure. You guys tickets. need to come down here and watch it with us is what you need to do. <laughs> well, I, I can't have a conversation with Tom. Via text, via phone call, via DM, <laughs> via tweets. Well, I'm, well, well, mentioning something about tickets. We could not be talking about the rise of Skywalker. He goes, I need, I need tickets. <laughs> My bro, it's going to happen. Call like, I got I to gotta buy them for nine people. <laughs> I love the new Weezer song. Yeah, so you I need tickets. Be, yeah, you got to be on that, too, because that thing will crash out of nowhere, too. Exactly. Oh, man, that's, that's the, the other worst thing. Part. I'm a piece of shit. I need my tickets. <laughs> my, my my theater. Yeah. My theater has been working the last few big movies, so I'm nervous. Okay, I'm yeah. nervous. <laughs> I'm barely holding it together. Yeah, I can. So yeah, we can. T- you'll get. You'll get to see it, buddy. You'll get to see it. This Babu Frick character though needs some Botox, man. This poor dude's got gray. Look at his. Look at his wrinkles. He looks cute, but man, Babu. Supposedly you. he's t- he's like as small as a pork. Yeah, he's yeah. really tiny. That's right, little Babu. They they revealed the Black Series figure with uh with the three PO. Yeah, he told the the bandolier and the and the bowcaster of Chewy, and and with it comes a little Babu Frick, and he comes up like I don't know, like below his knee. Yeah, so, I mean, he's, he's like, tiny. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, uh, the figure is about an inch and a half tall. That's it. Oh man, he's an accessory. Maybe that for real. Good yeah. thing this wasn't out in college. That would have been my nickname, <laughs> Babu Frick. Oh my god! Because he's tiny. No, it would have been called Babu Prick. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he's tiny. Let's <laughs> mm. not skip over yeah. that part. Dude. Good thing I grew into myself. <sighs> so, all right, we don't have strawberries. You right. so much. You try to take it there. <laughs> Eric's not here, so I'm just gonna try to full force. That's what these two wholesome Midwest dudes are not letting you go there, dude. They're just doing their you, thing. You better stop calling Tom a Midwest dude. He's going <laughs> to come to that fucking yeah. screen. Less. It'll be it'll be worse than when Araj called me Tom. Yeah. <laughs> oh lord. Really? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, the, other, the other big thing we got this week: Empire Magazine had their cover oh. article about the rise of Skywalker, um, and they it, it they had a few page feature, uh, mostly interviewing Chris Terrio and J.J. Abrams about how they came together. They really didn't have a lot to- a lot of time what they looked at to develop this story it's it's a pretty fascinating article and and jj says a few things of note namely that you know he didn't that ryan johnson didn't deviate or didn't ruin anything he doesn't feel like he's retconning anything that ryan ryan did um terrio in in, in fact is is very complimentary towards the last jedi so all all those assholes who say oh, Ryan Johnson ruined all of JJ's plans. No, that 
that's not the case. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. That um, is bullshit. You know, or is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, and, and so they also talk about bringing Palpatine back, and, and Abrams says basically he looks at it from the way, from the standpoint that Palpatine was the beginning, it was the villain all the way from the beginning. So of course it makes sense that he would be the villain here. Right. Um, and then right. finally in the, in the closing paragraphs, he, he says something where um, I don't know how to explain it. Just the way I can't explain how we had this footage of Carrie that we're using. You could say, Oh, well it's just luck. It just happened to be, but it feels like something else. And I neither can nor want to explain any of it. And to me, it's more in the tone that he's taking there where it feels like whatever they had with Carrie left over from The Force Awakens, and even if it was from Last Jedi, it is exactly what they needed, or they got lucky right. in the way it lined up. Um, you know, at D23, he mentioned something about that as well. He, he talked about how perfect the scenes were and how it all just worked out. It was, it was just, he said it was just unbelievable and unreal. Yeah, this, this is amazing. It's like, like she left us something for that. That's yeah, just cool. Very cool. There was a lot in that article, and I know we don't have time to go through much of it, but um, that the Emperor thing I found intriguing that, you know, JJ was saying that he never, he's never read a book or read a story where the person who started it off wasn't there in the end, you know, like the, the big bad or whatever. Yeah. And, and it only made sense to him that he was, he was going to come back. But I mean, and we discussed this. This week, I mean, if you would have given me options after the last Jedi, if like you said, you gave me like four four topics. You're like, like this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, or the Emperor's gonna come back. The last thing I would have picked would be the Emperor would come back. Right. Like it, it 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 wouldn't it wouldn't have been my 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 choice. And when I I remember when I first I remember I mean. How many? How many of those crazy YouTubers said something about like, "Oh, Palpatine is this, Palpatine is that," and you're just like, "Ah, get the hell out of here with that noise! It's Palpatine nonsense." And then, and then we all hear that cackle at a celebration. We're like, "Well, okay, uh, yeah." I mean, it blew <laughs> yeah. everybody's mind. It was it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. those crazy YouTubers talking about Snoke was Palpatine. Palpatine was uh, was uh, possessing Snoke. This all comes together, and we're like, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah, right. And then we hear the, yeah, you're right. We hear the laugh. We hear the cackle and we see him on stage and we shit ourselves because we're like, is yeah. this really happening? It, it was, that was crazy. It was a, one of the craziest experiences I've had with Star Wars is seeing him on stage and hearing that because I, I was not expecting at all to hear that laughter. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Which is a good payoff. You know, I Great mean, that's payoff. what you want. You, you, you want surprise. You don't, it, you don't want the, the, the typical thing. And I think, I think having somebody like the emperor is the only way. And I know you hate this idea, Rashad. I remember. I'm sorry. Rashad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was Rashad for one night, you know, one night. I was That's what you get for calling uh, King Tom, Tom. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that's like, that's like the only real way that you can, you can get, like a real redemption from Kylo. I mean, like it, it, you have to have somebody else there who could take on that role of the big bad. Otherwise uh-huh. Kylo, Kylo killed the big bad. I mean, right. it's, it's him. It, it, it's so, I mean, just the fact that he's there, I don't know how else you can expect there not to be redemption. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's kind that's of what they're going to go for, 
for sure. It has to be. I mean, has to be. what else could it be? Has to be. I, I watched the uh, Force Awakens again the other day at the gym. <laughs> they were playing at the gym in the cardio room, movie room, whatever the hell it was. And that scene came up. That scene came up with Kylo kills Han. God, it's such a great scene acting wise on both of them. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I was just watching it. I was so lucky. I had an open mind. Okay, maybe he can be redeemed, but then when you see him just like push that saber and yeah, just, exactly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I really, I, I still, I still really feel like he really suffered over that decision. Yeah, I do. Like, no, 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 hundred yeah. percent. It could have gone either way. It's still yeah. looking at it. It could have gone either way at that time. I believe. Uh, yeah, and, and that's then, what that's what's great about that scene oh. is that even though you've seen it a million times, you're like, maybe he's not going to do it. Maybe, maybe yeah. he's just gonna give him the saber and they're gonna walk away. <laughs> and you know how the shadow comes in and he gets dark, and then, yeah. he, mm-hmm. and then his persona kind of switches to me, switches to dark at that very moment. Like he, it clicks for him. Like okay, yeah. I'm gonna do this. It was, it, was, yeah. it was beautifully done. It was, it was, it was done really well. Exactly because he 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 didn't need to build up tension or or gain Han's trust or anything no. to kill him. He no. could just said he could just he could have just ran him down and shot yeah, him in half exactly. and moved with it. Like it was a real decision, and I mean, you know, and we, and we saw what happened again with with Ray and the stuff with Snoke, and and it, it I don't know, man. It I really like that we have such a, a, a complex character in Star Wars. I think it makes it very interesting, yeah. and uh, I love the I'm character. Really, I, I, I cannot love wait him. to see how it ends, man. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, just one last thing from Empire. They also had a sidebar article with Chris Terrio, and it kind of harkens back to the the development of The Force Awakens, where J.J. and the Lucasfilm people were meeting, and one of the people they talked with was Rick Carter. Uh, he's, vet, he's a production designer. He's worked on many movies, and he really got the conversations about The Force Awakens started by asking the question, who is Luke Skywalker? Yeah. And this article reminded me about that because Terrio says that he and JJ were talking about two questions. Who is Ray and how strong is the force? And in, in the little blurb about the who is Ray question, he says, which is a question that people not only wonder about quite literally, but wonder about in the spiritual sense. How can Ray become the spiritual heir to the Jedi? We keep coming back to who is Ray and how can we give the most satisfying answer to that? Not only factually, but more importantly, who is she as a character? Luke, I don't know if it's me, but it feels like he's hinting a lot about that. This movie will be a lot more about Ray than we think. Yeah, I, I think that's 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 very obvious in his statements. And it, I think it also is pointing towards that we're going to be carrying on even further with this this yin and yang that we've been dealing with over the past couple movies with you know where who is right who's she going to become does she have darkness in her or light or is she pure light like like what is she is she's like most like to represent like the maybe like the struggle that's in all of us you know kind of like when to do good when to do bad or you know how can we rise above it and i and i think that's what this movie's going to be it's going to it's going to be really ray trying to to come to terms with the the role she's taken on i mean I think they said this movie will probably take place like a year after The Last Jedi. So, I mean, mm-hmm. she's literally went from 19 years on Jakku, you know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm sorry, we don't know how long, probably at least at least like 
12 years. What do you know, Luke? What do you know? And, (laughs) and, (laughs) and, you know, now, and now she's been thrust into this position to where she's, uh, you know, leading, leading the the galaxy, hopefully to salvation. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's quite, you have to, we have to think that'd be quite the burden on your mind. And yeah, I'm sorry. And, and even like that, that, that excerpt we got from uh, resistance reborn, it kind of carries that on too, where she's, she's, she's really struggling with her position and Leia is just being as cool as can be about the whole thing. You know, Leia's, Leia's dealing with her emotions and all the loss she's gone through and, and her son going through what she's gone through. And she's trying to help Ray deal with all the emotions she feels about Kylo. So it's, it's, a, it's very interesting, uh, thing i'm sorry i went on too long about no, that no 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 that's, that's great. I, less between those two questions who is ray and how powerful is the force which one interests you more i think i think Les wants to know if danny terrio and chris terrio are related that's what he was thinking about <laughs> oh, can no. chris terrio dance <laughs> can chris terrio dance for all you millennials no, yeah. danny terrio was a big time dancer back in the day <laughs> no, nah, ultimately, uh, I would like to know how strong is the force. Yeah, in mm-hmm. all honesty, uh, I would like that to be the main thing we find, and we get to find out who Ray is along the way and see how she ends up being able to wield this thing. Because what I'm getting after all this time is that there aren't too many force users out there, and too many people that can manifest it. And you have the polar opposites right now. At the both ends of the spectrum, you have Ren and you have Ray, and he's powerful in his own right, and he's just raw energy, and he's like raw force powers, and she is raw too, but she's had enough time to try on her own to hone her own skills, and that's for me, that's what the biggest thing is right now. I think you're going to be a happy mm-hmm. viewer. I think we're going to find out big time on both fronts. Mm-hmm. I, I find it kind of interesting the connection between them as far as like light and dark because they both have uh, light and dark. I mean, a light and dark with like streaks of the other in them. So it, it's yeah. it's kind of interesting to watch that develop and see where it's gone. I mean, when you see Ray scream at the top of her lungs in the Last Jedi and rage towards the Praetorian guards, like that's that's not happy go lucky <laughs> Jedi no. light side. No. That's, that's rage. That's but- pure adrenaline. The that thing is, yeah. Ray, if you think about it, she has every reason from just the circumstances of her life to go towards the dark, to use her power for herself. Yeah. But she doesn't. And the time when she her, trained with Luke and her little mini lesson from Maz Kanata, she learned about the force, but she never really learned about the difference between light and dark. She was never told. Yeah. Don't go to the dark. So, yeah. yeah, she has her moments of rage, but everything she does is for the light, for others. Yeah. yeah well, and, it, and aren't they both? For me, it seems like they're both aimless now because it's not like, you know, mm-hmm. Kylo Ren is aimless because he started off with Luke Skywalker, of all people, training him and then ending up under this other guy that we really don't know anything about, but you know, he's pushed him to become the dark side and embody all that. But he's like, got no one now. He's just this reckless ball of energy. He's got no one. And, and I, yeah. And then now yeah, Ray, 
He's alone. Had nothing. Gets, you know, be, be, figures this out, you know, f- has this knowledge of, oh, now I ha- I, I, I've, I've tapped into this thing. Goes to Luke, loses Luke, and she's out there, like, trying to do her own thing, too. So they're both, I mean, they're both, like, just, I mean, this it's all going to start from them, too, now. They're literally, like, the two, the Flint and the other stone to, like, you know, spark everything again. To me, it it's seems crazy. like they've they've flipped themselves. Um, their, their situations, right? Kylo has lost everything as of right now, and he's the one that's alone. Yes, and Ray is the mm-hmm. one that has all the support and is training now and trying to learn how to become a right. more powerful uh, yeah, force you know user. Right, yeah. And Kylo's become this person that's just by themselves and he's got to figure things and out on his own. You know, as of right now, you're right because as far as the movie goes, Leia is still around. Yes, Leia is going to and be yes, Leia is a very big is factor. A big in her. factor to be able to say you still have another Skywalker to help you. And absolutely you got a point. Absolutely. So I mean, but still for me, as far as like just bare bones, they're just out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, there's a whole Jedi Council and, you know, this other thing going on and now you have the Palpatine coming and what? it's gonna, you know, yank stuff. It's crazy, <laughs> man. Spoilers. Yeah, they're both live nerves. They they, they really is. are. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're 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 both they're both exposed. Like and it's 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 very interesting to see how, how what triggers them to do what they do. And, and and I and I still can't get over Kylo saying the very first movie. Um, I I felt the pull to the light again, and it, then mm-hmm. that was something that we never had dealt with. Right. And 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 that can't just be all it was it, no. it, it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's it it's it's it it's crazy to think that the the light side is begging to come out of him when he so desperately wants to be evil and and i don't know i i, I you just you can't help but just imagine that we, we've been having this building up of light dark light dark slowly slowly some light spills into one some dark spills in the other and then the, the final movie it's you know like a neutral blend. You know what I mean? Like, and I think he's going to get even more brutal because the light wants to come out of him. And I think maybe you can reactionary. Yes, and maybe you can go back and use this for everything and say maybe Vader had this in him where he felt like the light was constantly coming out, where he had to go out there and be the most brutal son of a bitch out there because he never wanted to retreat back to Anakin. Mm-hmm. God damn, I'm on it today. <laughs> It's the coconut water. I ain't drinking beer today. It's coconut water. Oh, Maybe I should do that more often. <laughs> Get your your electrolytes up. There yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry, Tom. Got a little excited. And that's pretty much all the Star Wars stuff I got. I'm no Strothers. Hey, that's what you know. Hey, that was awesome, man. I mean, we just did about 35 minutes of just straight Star Wars. Thank you, King Tom. Thank you, Mr. Cruiser. You guys were fucking awesome talking a little wars uh too bad eric wasn't here i would have loved to hear his take i'm sure we will hear it next week and boo's take by the way we haven't talked about boo boo's boo's enjoying himself boo's a fuck boo Boo. right now boo's like all about san francisco i think this might be the first time boo's ever missed this podcast ever hmm Hmm. interesting it was attendance that's and right. It was when I came on. God, I and I and I and I, and I love Carlos so much, and he's not here. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, all, we do love you, Boo. We're just kidding. We, nah, he's we, in we San Francisco you. enjoying some, some awesome food, more than likely, because you know he's going to find his Dodgers one tonight. Mm-hmm. So that he's too. Happy. Yeah, he's. Oh yeah, he's probably dancing out yeah. there with his Dodger hat yeah, on in the freaking right. middle of the bay. 
Yeah, he's yeah, doing so good. He's, he's getting freaky. He's loving it. Getting freaky, <laughs> deaky. Yeah. Hey, Rusty. <laughs> He's he's got to be used to it by now. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Let's talk a little reboots and remakes because when we usually have one for each show, it seems like the original ideas are completely gone. And every week we have a reboot and re- remake. But this one's interesting. Creep Show. Ah. Now, when I was a kid, Creep Show was a big deal. The film was a big deal to me. Yes, it was awesome. I loved it. And now streaming on Shutter, which is something I just found out about because of <laughs> Creep Show. So good for Creep Show. Is the new new take on Creepshow a modern day take on the classic '80s movie franchise from showrunner Greg Nicotero, who you, if you're a Walking Dead fan, you know he was a showrunner for that show, and mm-hmm. especially the be the first five, four or five seasons where everybody was mm-hmm. Google Gaga over it. So this is a weekly series featuring nightmare short adaptations of some of the top horror writers around. The whole thing kicks off. This is the cool thing with a sequence called. Gray Matter, based on a short story by the one and only Stephen King. So, pretty interesting. I think this is something that I would want to check out. Hopefully, Shudder lets me check it out, because I'm not paying for Shudder. Yeah, you're going to have to probably pay for it unless they have a 10-day free trial. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe that's what they should do, just like YouTube TV did. um, Prime Video does. Well, they did Cobra Kai, Uh, right? And they kind of got, like, you let you watch a couple episodes and then hooked you in. This Shutter's is very, five bucks, bro. Is that it? Five dollars? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. I'm still not gonna buy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're into horror and like different types What'd of horror. What'd you call me? Then yes. <laughs> that's that that's that five that's five bucks well spent. Um horror like especially for horror, yes. horror like a rock. Five dollars for a whore? <laughs> yeah, for a horror, horror like a rock. Not bad. King Tom. <laughs> walking horror. King Tom. Do you remember Creep Show? No, I don't. I am not. What? I am. I'm like Carlos when it comes to horror stuff. Re- you, I did not know that. Wow. wow. I didn't know okay. you didn't like horror stuff. No. Okay. Well, Creepshow was a huge deal when I was younger. How about you, Les? You I, I, yeah, I loved it. Freaked me the hell, hell oh, out. Oh, yeah. It was like Twilight Zone for horror, right? Yes. Yeah, it was cool. Coming soon. Jolting Tales of Horror. Show from the author of Carrie, The Shining, and Cujo, and the creator of Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead, you'll scream at ghastly ghouls, cringe at weird kids, and shiver at the doings of evil doctors. Creep Show will grab you, grow on you. And give you the creeps. The most fun you'll ever have being scared. Yeah, yeah I never heard of it, so. Wow. Really? I th- You're we- joking, Luke. Really? Bro, I'm like, I'm like, like, like 10 years younger than all of you. So, I mean. <laughs> Are you really, Luke? Oh, yeah. hell no, man. You're just 10 <laughs> years younger than us. You're not Carlos. That's He's true. Like 10 years is not bad. 15 years younger than us, yeah. dude. Chill out, bro. It's I, not even like I remember. That. I remember Tales from the Crypt. That's about it. Okay, okay. so, that's, so that's, that's where it started Tales from. from the Crypt. Spawned. Inspired. Was inspired by, by Creep, Creep Show. Show. Exactly. Which, Wasn't yeah. jo- didn't John Carpenter do Creep Show? No. Didn't he do a, a, I, I'm telling you, John no, Carter no, had no. something to do with Creepshow. The show. very first one is, isn't, first of all, I have to understand, 
it's not a book written by Stephen King. Short he, story. He wrote short stories. Yes. And they put them like the body. The show. Yes. Stand by me was a short story. Yes. So, I mean, and if, if you look at it, it's just like um, Tales from the Crypt. Mm-hmm. So the very, very, very first shot is a kid reading a comic book and it gets thrown in the trash and then it just goes from there, which this would be this from what I'm get, guessing is like, OK, we already have Tales from the Crypt. Now, Creep Show is probably just takes it even further, which is pretty cool. Man. An anthology which tells five terrifying tales based on EC horror comic books of the 1950s. Which, those are the core, those are the books that, um, if I'm not mistaken, we ended up getting the comics code out of that stuff. Mm. Yes. So, a yeah. guy wrote, a, a psychiatrist wrote Seduction of the Innocent. Frederick and, and, Wortham. That's right. So, reading those books, which were pretty graphic and pretty, like, brutal back mm-hmm. in the day, which all the... Tr- mm-hmm. All the Tales from the Crypt episodes are based on those stories. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Creep Show is pretty much a, a, a deviation or a derivative of that. Then we got Seduction of the Innocence, which gives us, you know, all these like, now you can't have certain things going on in comics and no more. So they had to basically vault all of those, if I'm not mistaken. They had to lock all of those away. But they were, they, you know, they brought them back to life in Creep Show and uh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, and Stephen King and George A. Romero were very involved. Yes. That's why mm-hmm. that's Night of the Living Dead. 1982. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right. That was reboots and remakes. Creep show. If you haven't if you're into horror, then you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, then uh okay. go fuck yourself. But now that brings you to thinking about <laughs> streaming services though, right? Because you, you got mm-hmm. Disney Plus, you got all this stuff coming up. Yeah, Luke says $5, $5, $5. But like $5 point, times yeah, nine. You look up and you go, okay, I already have Prime Video. I already right. have this. I already have Hulu. That, uh, Hulu, Netflix, Prime yeah, Video. Hulu's going to be under. No, I did the Disney deal, which I get three years for $4.80. But it doesn't come with. No, I already have Hulu. Is that so. a different package? Yeah, it's because we went to D23. Uh, okay. You can always just cut it and go. So yes, it really matters. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's true. And I can't can do that choose. with Disney Plus because I already paid three years worth. Yeah, well, I mean, who wants to who wants to cut Disney Plus, man? You got a little kid, you got all that all that all that Disney content introduced. Aladdin two, Electric Boogaloo. I'm all about it. I mean, all day. (laughs) Yeah, you kidding? (laughs) Cannot wait. Uh, uh, Let's let's get it. Let's get it. There's a crass ass joke in there. Go ahead. Leave that alone. No, man, we're good, dude. Keep going, bro. Let's go. Pop culture breakdown. We got an email from our boy Lumberjack Nick. Les, you want to read? You don't have to do the voice. All right, here you go. I was going to write in about how gosh darn excited I am to have Spider-Man back in the MCU. But then my second daughter was born and I was going to write in about her. Oh, but congrats, instead, buddy. I decided to write it about the upcoming Joker movie. Okay. Way back in 2008, I like most fell in love with Heath Ledger's Joker from The Dark Knight. If you recall, after that movie came out, DC released a Joker comic written by Brian Nazarello that wasn't quite no- in the Nolan verse, but rather more Nolan adjacent. I remember being super excited for this comic, as you could easily pretend it was a Dark Knight sequel. But after reading it, I was greatly disturbed with what we got. Hmm. While the Dark Knight's Joker is very charismatic, likable, and darkly fun, the Joker expressed in this comic was the complete opposite of that. Wow. If you haven't read the comic, if, if you haven't read it, the comic follows a low-rent thug who idolizes the Joker and is excited to start working for him after the Joker escapes from prison. The comic depicts the Joker committing one repulsive crime after the other, and by the end of the comment, the low-rent thug sees the Joker for what he is and no longer idolizes him, but rather is greatly sickened by him. After reading this comic, I flat-out hated it. But after years of thinking about, because this thing haunt my nightmares, so I can't stop thinking <laughs> about it, I've grown to at least respect 
what I think Azarello was trying to do. He was showing us a truly real-world Joker and what he would actually be like in real life. The comic acted as a great contrast to the Dark Knight's Joker. In the comic, we are the low-rent thug who is excited to see more of this version of the Joker, but ended up seeing him for what he really is. Not some fun, t- funny, time-loving, entertaining clown at crime, but rather an absolute abomination. I wonder if the Joker movie will take this approach at all. What do you all think? Lumberjack Nick. Lumberjack Nick. Well, first of all, congrats on your daughter, Lumberjack Nick. Yes. That is awesome. That's number two, right? If I'm not number two. Yes. Very, very cool. Numero dos. Numero dos. That's awesome. This is a pretty deep email, Lumberjack Nick. Way deeper than the Taylor Swift one you sent a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> um, I, sh- uh, I, I should have done this on the pop culture breakdown. This should have been the comic book breakdown, but let's let's do it. Let's talk let's about just it. Let's go for it. What's, yeah. your, what's your My Comic Book Gurus, King Tom? And hey, uh, we have Russ. another one too, right? And Luke's, a, Luke's into comics. Likes to get up in there, he dabbles. He dabbles. Just Star Wars, he's basically. Fair, he's no. fairly critical. Yeah. Hey, there we go. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. Les, let's go to you first. Well, this is exactly what I'm trying to say. You know, uh, the sensationalized, you know, when you pump this guy up and pump these things up. Yes, Heath Ledger's performance was great. Mm. It was cool, but he put a bomb inside some dude's stomach and blew up the mm-hmm. jail. You know, he blew up a hospital. But he just sent out, like, he just did all... Her. Yeah, he just did all this, like, <laughs> as awesome as the performance was and as, like, groundbreaking and impactful as this thing was. I mean, because, yes, Jack Nicholson's Joker was pretty good. But this was a more younger, first of all, you know, a younger version, uh, definitely more uh, in depth and went all the way there. He took it all the way there. I mean, mm-hmm. the one we got. So in what Burton, are you trying to say? You're saying that he shouldn't have taken it. We shouldn't. No, have what I'm that saying big- is, is at the end of it all, we still people fell in love with this thing, but it was easy to gloss it over and go, oh, yeah, this guy was terrible. This guy is terrible. He's an agent of chaos. His. He gets off. But and listen, has man, fun. don't don't we? And we're gonna. This is just gonna be a merry-go-round. Oh yeah, but, for sure. But don't we sensationalize Freddy Krueger? Don't we sensationalize Michael Myers? Don't we go watch fifteen different Jason films? But it's easier to replicate something that the Joker can do. It's easy to like that guy did, which we keep bringing up. It's easy to walk into a place and. Right, but just create mayhem than it is to show up in somebody's nightmare. I understand that. And, you know, and what that guy it, it was it, repulsive it, and fucking horrific. I get that. But people that are unhinged are looking for a reason to be unhinged. Right. Now, if it's not that film, mm-hmm. they're looking for something else to be unhinged of with. Course. Right. What I'm saying and what I've been, I've been shit on for saying is that if we keep not making things, then we're handcuffing our talents are we're handcuffing our ability to appreciate art. We're handcuffing and we're not letting people express what they want to express. And what kind of fucking society is that? You don't want to block creativity. I mean, it, it's, it, it, it sucks because you get the good and the bad and you get, I know the, it does the, suck, man. And, and, and you get the, and, and you get the, the evil and, and the happy. I mean, it's just there, it, there it's, 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 it's a very, Tight rope, and I think it ends up it ends up coming at the hands of who is creating what kind of moral thing they want to put out there. But you're right. I mean, how many movies or whatever have we seen that are about real people or are about things that can be very real? But but because it's under the the guise of the Joker, then somehow now since that has a bigger reach to what some people will say, 
that's a bigger of a deal. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel, I think I said at the beginning of the show, I think the main problem with this whole thing is that we have hyped it up so much that we've made it a big deal to people yeah. who were looking, who were looking for a reason to, to, to do something. If they, if, if anything happens, it, it would, I think, I think it'd be more likely that it's because we said that this is inciting people and then like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, and I, and I, and I, I think it's, and I'm not saying this is shameful about, about you less, but I think it's kind of shameful that all these news, these news outlets and uh, big names on Twitter and stuff like that. Keep bringing up that asshole from Aurora. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it, that's exactly yeah. what he wanted. Because yeah, exactly. They keep bringing him up and they keep, and like and people kept perpetuating this, this, this incredibly wrong story that he was saying he was the Joker. It, it, that's that's not what it's that's not what happened. It it, it and and now it's but now he's kind of like oh that's that's cool. I thought I was the Joker. It, mm-hmm. It's 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 not. He his he the, people were saying like in, I saw tweets that is that he was dressed like the Joker and he had green hair and yada yada yada. No, he had orange hair. He was mm-hmm. wearing tactical <laughs> tactical yeah. clothing. Right. Like it it was it was it. No, don't the, you are you are you are combining these things. Yeah, yeah you, and exactly and, right. and you're and for one thing, you're bringing that asshole back into the spotlight again when he should just die in the right. dark hole that he deserves to die yeah, in. Yeah, and it's I we I we are making it worse. The 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 Twitter bomb makes it worse. No, it does, and we've talked about it a hundred times. We're probably part of the problem, but the discussion is 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 real, and it's a, it's a good little debate that we we've we've been talking about and it's it's an interesting subject because the first time in my life that this kind of thing has kind of like we're talking about censorship we're talking about censoring and not making films because we're worried that people are going to do something bad with them which is to me is just fucking crazy talk i understand it i understand it i understand what people are are scared at especially this time of society is fucking weird and we have these awful things that are going on but I've never felt like this where people are really thinking about, I don't think this movie should be made at this time. Well, why the fuck not? It's a fucking freedom of speech. Right. First of all, we live in the United States. People can make whatever the fuck they want to make. You don't want to go see it? Don't go see it. That's how I see it. Art, art is expression. And th- I'm trying to say this without seeming too judgmental, but there has to be some responsibility on the viewer's part. That's one of the reasons why we have... R- age-based ratings for movies Mm -hmm. and the sad factor is there are people out there who are going to take this the wrong way who are going to see him as a hero and probably the issue is a larger issue with our society where yes we need stronger mental health services for, for people who need it we need to take a serious look at access to weapons. Yes. And, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, th- th- things like that make it easier for people who would be inspired to do bad things to do bad things. Where, where was this 1985? Where so Tony, I'm going to say we, we see Scarface no, on every you, thank fucking you for bringing shirt. That up. Actually, bring, thank you for bringing that up. So I'm going to say something that's probably going to take this whole thing and just jack everything up right now. There is a sensationalization of all kinds of stuff out there. And like King Tom said, you have to start 
the aftermath, you have to start, you know, acknowledging those things. Movies like Menace to Society, mm. Boys in the Hood, right. Colors. Mm-hmm. Those are just the ones I'm going to say right now as a kid had a major impact on me. And if you think about it, have a major impact as far as society goes to this day. Right. Those things showed what happens in places that not everybody gets to see. Yes. Those things showed the, those things were art. Those things were expression. Those things were put out there to be like, this is our story. Now, if you look, there is increased presence, increased police presence. There are other things going on now to try to stop those kinds of things. It almost opened the door to go, oh, no, 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 this is going on. Now, my question is, are we going to have the same thing going forward where we go, okay, we got all kinds of crazy people out there doing stuff. Is this, you know, in this movie may or may not be the inspiration or may or may not be the trigger. Scarface definitely was an inspiration. The Godfather definitely was an inspiration. All of these other things that we all look at and go, some of the greatest movies, some of the greatest stories ever told have real life repercussions. I can't walk with my brother and my two cousins down the street without a police officer with one unit cruising by and another one coming up going, what are you gentlemen doing? You can't blame boys in the hood for that. I can because but, 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 but the, I can blame boys. The reason the John Singleton even made that is because 90% of the United States didn't even know that shit was going and that's down. That's the point. But now, like I said, it's it. When the theater, we talked about it earlier already. There's security in the theater for this movie. That's how it was. When we got, yeah, I, remember when I remember going with my mom I I and my family and they were like, okay, what's going on here? And it was like, what? We're going to go watch this movie. Um, all right. Well, uh, you know, they, they gave us like a, it was a bit of a, a, a runaround. And my stepdad was just like, can we go see the movie? We already paid our money. We're going to go sit down. Right. So when, you, when I went to go see what my cousins later, it was like, oh, no, no, no. We need you two to go to this one. And they literally split us yeah, that's, up. That's bullshit. They literally split us up. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to be like, oh, don't stop art or anything like that. But if you're going to start taking, then you have to, like King Tom said, we need to start taking a real look at shit. Oh, yeah. Well, we need to start going from there going, okay, how do we stop this person from becoming something like this? How do we start looking at these things? That's my point. But you don't think Spike Lee and you don't think John Singleton made those films specifically to raise that point? Yes. But guess what? Those things do not get mentioned. Okay. If someone in, the, if somebody goes on a spree or does something like that, it becomes the media and everything paints them as a fucking thug or some kind of gangbanger or drug dealing son of a bitch. Whereas with other people, it's, Oh, well we got to look at the mental health aspect of this. I'm just, I don't want to start throwing other words in there, but I'm just telling you guys, that's what I see. And it's hard to change my mind in all of this. Okay. Yeah. But I, and I'm not tripping on the movie. I want to go see the movie. I'm, I'm going to be real with you yeah. guys. I want to go so, see the movie. Yeah. I want to be in there. I want to watch this. I hopefully we get some Batman in there of some type. I don't know all that awesome stuff. Here we go. But I also want to see. We ain't getting Batman. No, we're not. And that sucks. That really, truly sucks. But I also want to see a sea change. Then if this is what's going to happen, is everything going to change going forward here? Will this be that turning point? But I'm saying, why does it need to change? Like why? Why? It didn't change. When Godfather came out, it didn't change when we went and watched American Gangster and we loved Denzel Washington's portrayal. 
right? Correct. Right. You nominated well, for a fucking Oscar. Not only was he a thug, he murdered people every single day, right? What about what about Strata Compton? You know, NWA stuff like that. Like that. You know, they were talking about. So, you know, speaking See, about no, no, that cool. was different. You're right, Luke. That was different. That actually showed how they, at least, even though they glorified certain things, that showed the flip side. That showed Daryl Gates and his militarization. So of the did police. Boys in the Hood. That are you kidding? Yeah, but the ultimate impactful things about Boys in the Hood are the Uncle Ruckus cop, the fact that anybody who's promising life can get cut short by random <laughs> gangsters. Right. But it didn't show it. What Straight Outta Compton did was totally different than. Boys in the Hood. I don't know. I disagree. Okay. I don't think I don't think Straight Outta Compton would be even made if it wasn't for. Boys no, in the and Hood. you're right. The door got open because of those movies, because of colors, because of American Me, and all those things. It showed certain things, but if you watch those movies now, the the whole focus is on the main characters and what they're going through. Ultimately, with the jo- with this Joker movie, that's more than like it's going to be about this guy going through whatever he's doing, turning into something else, and we go from there. Okay, fine. It's just, for me, it just held something different. That's all I'm saying. Uh, can, I, can, I, can I say one more thing? Yes, sir. Could, you know, once again, I'll bring up how people took it, how, how, how critics took it immediately and then turn it into this, in this tweet storm. Could it have been, if they hadn't made it about that and just about what was going on in the movie, couldn't they have, couldn't they have ended up serving as a cautionary tale more than a glorification you know like well hopefully that's what this joker is yes hopefully exactly. hopefully yes. and but will people take it that way well that's that's not up to the filmmaker anymore that no. he did his yeah. job that's yeah, up to that's the person tainted. watching it's been tainted already already been, been tainted it, it, i it's agree been soiled so much yeah it's already ruined people's right. interpretation of it they're they're going in with the mindset of these fucking people are trying to rival, rival you know rival up the incels and make them you know whatever and that's that there's there's no way that was their goal no it, no of not, course not you know of course what i mean not. No, no and but i'm saying like it's that's that's how that's how these people are to tell these people are treating it and i know you saw you guys are seeing some of the reviews and stuff the the only thing i've seen on twitter about it because i've been trying to kind of avoid it i'm like t- like today when the movie came out mm-hmm. was was somebody immediately coming out with their with their fresh hot take right out of the theater and being like, <laughs> mm. oh man, it was a it was a crazy great uh, um, uh, acting performance by the main actors and all that stuff. But it will totally be the thing that causes somebody to go over the edge and blah blah oh, blah. You blah, saw blah. that already? Fuck, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. you, man. Yeah, like yeah. seriously, like let people make up their minds. Yeah. Don't don't you that, that that's so not your call. Yeah. to mm-hmm. do this, and, yeah. and 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 that's my problem with the, with the the, the the reviewers that came out already. Like I said, you soiled it. You, yeah, it's it's it, 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 it's already what it's about now. And that's more it, and that's more careless, Luke, than the actual film to me is when you start perpetuating this kind of this tone that could cause something. Yeah, it sucks that we have sorry. to talk. Was, and Lumberjack Nick, what the fuck? Thanks again. Not your fault. <laughs> yes, it is. Damn it. Congratulations, Lumberjack Nick. Thank no you. Just kidding. Man. Yeah, congrats, Lumberjack Nick. We love you. And that was a great conversation. Uh, we got deep. This is what happens with the Sith list. We talk about like dicks and then we all of a sudden yeah. get into this crazy social issue conversation. Straight out of common crazy motherfucking name Ice Cube. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, great discussion, guys. That was cool. Uh, and if you went and saw the Joker, please send us some emails or, or voicemails and want to know what you think about it. And 
we could go see the movie and it could be complete shit. I mean, we don't know. That's the thing. We don't yeah, know. Exactly. Let's, let's just wait and see on this one. And it hopefully may very well so. give us those emotions. You know, it, it may make us feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. It might. Like, yeah. I might come out of the us, theater let and us figure out ourselves. <laughs> I might come out of the theater and go, man, that was really careless of them. They should not yeah. have fucking done that. It's very possible, yeah. but just let me figure that out. You're right. Now we had a stranger things for a little teaser and it wasn't a big deal. So we're not going to like play it or anything. It's just a song. And you, you see the upside down and it says we're not in Hawkins anymore. But the crazy thing is I noticed that Hopper's cabin's back there and the light goes on and off, which you would think they did that on purpose, obviously. So if you haven't seen that part, look on the left, look at the, look at the cabin on the left-hand side. There's a light that's on and it goes off at the very end or, th- or it might come right back on. So I just want to throw that in there. A little Stranger Things 4 news. Uh, pretty cool. There's rumors that there will be an It 3. Now, if you saw It 2, we're not going to spoil it, but if you've read the book and you know, if you saw the old John Ritter one, you know that Pennywise has a tragic end at the end of the film. But they're thinking... Uh, tragic. Tragic. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> that poor killer clown. <laughs> that, poor, that, poor, that poor clown. I'm sorry. Bill Sarsgaard informed Joe Blow that they are definitely talking about maybe a prequel, especially... The era where he became Pennywise, which to me would be pretty cool to see. I think it'd be really cool. I've been putting out some some episodes with uh, Matthew Frost about we we covered it too. And then on oh, cool. on the Patreon, right? And on and on the Patreon, we we covered the entire book. And I think it would be very interesting to see him become like when when he, when he decided to to become the clown, you know. Right. It, when he took on that, because he's he's been on Earth for millions of years. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's you know when he decided to take that entity, but um, that could be cool. And I'm assuming it'd probably be in the 1800s, maybe mm-hmm. early 1900s. Be cool um, period. And piece. if you and and if you read the book, there's a there's a uh, an interlude where the this this whole town comes together basically under the influence of pennywise in a way it's it, depending on how you take it in the book it's that's how stephen king is sometimes he leaves things to your interpretation but there's a but there's there's a whole scene where the town comes together to murder this uh group of uh bank robbers i believe oh um, that's yeah. cool yeah that's true yeah and that and that whole scene is incredibly intense in the book so it could, and I was really hoping we would get like a flashback scene in it too about that, but it it that could be cool if that that, if that somehow that's incorporated. Um, that would be yeah, cool. I, that would be that'd be yeah. great if that's the inspiration that that time period. And look, even when he was painting his face and he, he was doing that whole thing in it too, that was oh, that really laugh. that was awesome, man. The laugh and everything, dude. dude so, that 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 was, that was that that part that was the creepiest part of the movie mm-hmm. for me, and it yeah, wasn't me too. even that creepy it was just it was it was, it was the the diehard acting that he was doing right there just, mm-hmm. oh, it was just yeah it was really excited about that yeah welcome to our first ever segment called mommy and me hey mom how you doing Fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So we have my mom with me helping out. A babysit Malik while Lorena's parents are in Nicaragua. So my mom came down to the house to help us babysit. She's been a lifesaver. So thank you, mom, for helping us out. Obviously, you know I do a podcast. You listen to the podcast or you say you listen to the podcast. Yes. So we're going to talk about some issues. Are you ready? Depends. <laughs> we're going to talk about how, how I was treated when I was born. 
No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, so on the podcast a lot, I talk about some of the stuff that I used to collect when I was a kid. Yeah. Toys. And you spend so much money for all those. You, what do you, no, 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 no. Don't even say that because there's one thing. Do you know, you see that thing right there, the Voltron? Yes. Do you remember the Voltron? Yes. Remember how much I begged you and dad to give me the Voltron? Yes. But you didn't give me the Voltron. You got me LionBot. Do you remember you got me the fake Voltron? Okay. <laughs> do you remember that? And yes. do you remember you never used to give me vans? You used to give me the try to give me the fake vans. Remember those? Yes, because I don't want to spend too much money on your kids. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't your time to have those stuff. You yeah. have to save your money and buy it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I still haven't bought it myself. Boo got me that. Good for you. Do you remember the my favorite toy of all time? Do you remember that thing? Yes. The big spaceship, the Millennium spaceship, Falcon. Yes. And then remember all my Star Wars toys. Yes. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you guys sold because it at a garage I, sale. That's what no, you guys did. No, 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 no. Because we moved from Redondo Beach to Anaheim, yeah. Villa Park. Yeah, yeah. Then I still had it in Villa Park. I remember playing with it in the backyard. I think oh, okay. I think we had a garage because sale, most, and Dad sold of all your, of it. Most of your uh, Star Wars toys mm-hmm. when we moved. Yeah. Somebody loves that and the mover, they took the box. The mover stole it? Yes. Sons of bitches. Are you serious? Don't say those words. I'm here. <laughs> we can say, we have the E on our thing. We can say explicit words. Okay. No, I never w- had garage sale. I remember, I thought you guys sold it in a garage sale. No. Okay, no. okay, good. That makes me feel better. Like I've been, because I've been, all, all those, and my all, heart's been broken since then. And all those trucks, remember? You had lots of trucks. There wasn't trucks. Those were, those were, um, transformers. Transformers. All I remember you used to buy me GoBots instead of transformers. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. I won't get into that. Okay. Do you remember I have uh, sitting on the table here, right there. You see that toy right in the middle? Yes. Do you remember I tried to paint that thing when I was a kid mm-hmm. in the garage? Yeah. And I tried to paint it black for some reason, uh-huh. but I forgot that dad's classic Thunderbird was behind yes. it. Yes, I remember you paint all your dad's car. <laughs> <laughs> because I was trying to paint, for some reason, I was a little kid, I was trying to paint the, I guess I wanted the, the sand speeder, uh, I wanted to make it the, on the dark side. I think you want to make it uh, your dad's car as a Star Wars ship. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, did, I totally forgot dad's car was behind it, and I was spraying all over, and I and that was a classic 68 Thunderbird. Yes. And I, I ruined remember. the entire paint job. And that yes. paint job was a special paint job because there was glitter all over it, and I ruined the car. I'll never forget that. But the sand speeder looked pretty cool. All right, Mom. Thank you for coming on. This has been Mommy and Me, episode one. I appreciate you coming on. Or me and my boy. You and your boy. My son. That's right. You and your son. (laughs) Thank you for listening to The Sith List. Thank you very much for having me here. Hey, thank you very much for you being here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Say bye to everybody, Mom. Bye, everybody. Have a good night. Or a good day. They might be listening. A good day. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. I think we should dive into some comic book TV movie news, even though we just did for a good little stint with the <laughs> with Joker. But we, I wanted to salute, we wanted to salute End Games Run. And, yeah. the, and also at the same time, the strength of Star Wars to hold it off. After 20 weeks and 140 days, Avengers Endgame closed its domestic release on September 12th. This was uh, obviously about a month ago. 
Per boxofficemojo.com, by the way, all this comes out. Avengers 4 may still be bringing in some pennies from overseas, but it's no longer playing in the United States or Canada. Here's the final amount. $858 million. That is crazy. Mm. Now, that domestic gross puts Avengers Endgame forever behind Star Wars The Force Awakens, which had a domestic tally of $936 million. Goddamn right. Wow. A difference of about <laughs> $78.3 million. So good for you, Star Wars, and good for you, Endgame. Beat Avatar Worldwide, but you can beat Star Wars. Oh, did you guys see that news about Matt Damon this week at Avatar? How like, oh yes, yes. yeah, like the, the, like Cameron offered him ten percent of the of the gross if he if he shot him for Avatar, and he's like, oh, I can't can't do it. I couldn't I couldn't put the guys with doing the Bourne movies out. It basically, cost him like two hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah. yeah, he was going to yeah. be in the lead, and he was going to get a percentage, kind of like points, like um, Downey. Downey did. Yeah, and yeah, he lost out a lot of money. <laughs> and I wonder how much better of a movie it could have been with him. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. We'll never know. But we do know yeah. one thing. Oh, go ahead, buddy. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I don't know if, if, if Sam Worthington was the problem with that. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. He was yeah. good. He was good in there. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say, I do know one thing, and that is... Um, Avatar sucks. That, yes, <laughs> Avatar sucks. And it um, sucks that James Cameron came from... I'm an alumni with him at Cal State Fullerton. <sighs> Spider-Man's back in the fold, guys. Mm-hmm. that's what i know the Hollywood reporter this was a couple weeks ago we were gonna well did this happen last week or a couple weeks ago it happened friday i have oh man it feels like such a long time ago i Spider- know i know it's weird um it's so crazy man obviously after parting ways they have come together now i'm a little conflicted because i don't know exactly how many movies and stuff so i'm gonna talk to uh, king tom you would you would know this but uh, our boy kevin fige uh, had a quote here I am thrilled that Spidey's journey into the MCU will continue. And I and all of us at Marvel Studios are very excited that we get to keep working on it, said Fijay. Spider-Man is a powerful icon and a hero whose story crosses all ages and all audiences around the globe. He also happens to be the only hero with the superpower to cross cinematic universes. So as Sony continues to develop their own Spideyverse, you never know what surprises the future might hold. So bada bing, bada boop, this opens it up like crazy to maybe we'll get a venom in marvel spidey in both king tom you're a big spider-man guy what does this mean how many movies give us a lowdown from my recollection i think it keeps the sony stuff as separate i think they're going to keep all the villains like venom uh morbius all of them over the ones who they have working on their own movies for i think they're going to keep them on the sony side but Tom Holland as Peter Parker slash Spider-Man will appear in, I believe, one more solo Spider-Man film and one more team-up film. Okay, and so two, guessing, two films will see him. Yes, and I'm guessing, you know, after that comes out, they will renegotiate probably. And I guess the, the deal was essentially dead until after D23 and Tom Holland made a personal appeal. And they took an, another look at their profit sharing and I guess they came up with a a formula that worked for both companies. And I think, I don't know anyone who's unhappy with this. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. I fucking hate it. <laughs> you would. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm happy. I, I, I think it's a good thing. What do you think, Les? 
Well, obviously, it's a good thing. It's a great <laughs> yeah. thing. How right? can you hate on this, right? Hey, Luke. What just happened there, Luke? Damn. <laughs> I was kidding. I know <laughs> you were. I, I'm sure, man. Uh, uh, whatever we get, whether we get one movie or 1,000, it's all good, man. I'm glad. Yeah, and after those two and, and movies, wait, you know so, what's going to happen, right? Mike, did, did Holland have anything to do with this? Well, Holland wasn't yeah. ha- he wasn't happy. Did Holland no, say they- something, and did the big guys from Japan come on over and say, "No, no, no, we're gonna we're gonna keep this going here"? What, I what think really- it was that combined with like the public outpouring at D twenty three when he was like, "I love you 3000. That's what. <laughs> yeah. I think the Hollywood Reporter article said that it mm-hmm. was after that he talked with everyone, and they're like, "Well, maybe we don't need what, to be what dicks." What was uh, so Tom Cruise's character in uh, Tropic Thunder? Remember the character oh, in Tropic God. Thunder? Yeah. The, 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 the freaking power, the Hollywood power oh, yeah, broker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Less something. What if, what if he was at Sony and he's like started socking people and he's like, get that shit done. <laughs> Big fuck fuck wrong with you guys. <laughs> the fuck yeah. is wrong with you guys? You're going to make fucking money, damn it. It's still Tom Cruise's best role ever. <laughs> oh, that is the it greatest is. league, dude. Yeah, he, that was fantastic. You fucking punch that guy. Tom, you want him to get punched? Punch that fucking was, was guy. It, punch was that it Bill Hader in that scene? Yeah. I think it was Bill Hader and he just... He hits uh, Steve Coogan in the yeah, face. He's like, right. sorry. <laughs> Just drops him. Yeah. Which one of you is the key grip? That's right. <laughs> oh, and it wasn't you? Bill Hader. It was just some other guy. It was Steve yeah. Coogan who got hit in the video. He's like, you. Yeah, you. You. Punch him really hard in the face right now. Just punch him really hard in the face. That's a great scene. What if that happened? What if somebody from Sony got punched and they just showed up and they're like, all right, we're going to do the deal. We're good. Mm-hmm. We're good. Well, <laughs> Hung over a balcony or something. Dude, like. We're going to get it done. Tom, what's the deal done? You're getting it done. <laughs> Sitting at D23 and watching Tom Holland's face when he took the mic, he looked like he was going to break down. I mean, King Tom's right. He, he, it was heartfelt, big time. He, he was, like, his voice started crackling. It was like him saying bye to, because Chris Pratt was right next to him too. Yes, of course. So of course. this is a great thing, man. If yeah. somebody's so passionate about being involved with a certain group of people, why take it away from him? And you're all good making money. Yeah, it's all, it's all he's a good so, thing. He's perfect. He is That's really Peter perfect. Part. He is. He really Calm is. down, Tom. Calm down. <laughs> oh, shut it, Luke. <laughs> he got very excited. <laughs> he, he, he got he got almost excited about Tom Holland being Spider Man as he did Star Wars tickets. So calm down. Yeah, no, hey, hey, that's a good expi- some good excitement there. Put it all in the right place. <laughs> he was like, he's perfect. Heavy <laughs> breathing. That's <laughs> it's true. Uh, he is perfect, man. He is great. He is well, no, great. Plus think his name's that we Tom, get, right? So plus his name's Tom. No, and we get Zendaya and everyone else to stay in the MCU also, and that's, mm-hmm. that's yeah. all good, man. It's really yeah. Really chemistry cool, be with all of them it works great yeah, yeah. well no and, perfect. he is right he's perfect and you still get the other movie i mean we can possibly get you know an ant-man spider-man i don't i mean uh yeah it's all there man. it's all there it's all there Fantastic. deadpool spider-man oh. why, and why not yeah exactly yeah, we could so somebody got punched in the face really hard and got told <laughs> yeah. to come yeah. back to the table you take your ass back to the damn table <laughs> yeah exactly uh, all right so i want to before we get into the flash round with luke I want uh, to watch the Birds of Prey with you guys because I don't know how I feel about this, <laughs> to tell you the truth. So I want to get your guys' take on this. I love the actors that are in here. I just don't know if this is what I was expecting. So I want to watch it again, see if I feel a little bit different about it, and I want to watch it with you guys. So here is the new, and I think the official trailer for Birds of Prey, DC's new Harley Quinn extravaganza. I love her voice. Yeah, her voice is great. Nothing without a master. No one gives two shits who we are 
beyond that. Great song, too. Really good song. The Joker and I broke up. Joker reference. That's pretty cool already. A fresh start. But it turns out I wasn't the only Damon Gotham looking for emancipation. Spectacular news. This queen. Love you and being in this. Yep. Who are you guys? We're getting a little Marilyn Monroe, Madonna, material girl yeah. there. Yeah, I think it looks great. Yeah. See, watching it the second time makes me feel better about it. Yeah. Isn't this fun? It's just like a sleepover. We should order pizza. Big cosmos. Harley. Focus. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Little beanbag shot to the chest. Yeah, beanbag. Who's having a good time? Get ready, ladies. Ewan's the best. <laughs> That's cool in the car fight. You never call a woman a chick. I'll accept broad lady woman. And on occasion, bitch. Bitch? What are you talking about? that for me, William? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So I feel a lot better about this. Initial takes on it. Luke, we'll go with you first. What do you think about this? Uh, number one, I'm here for that hyena. She has as a pet. She does have a hyena for a pet. I, I felt that the tone was great. I felt like... I felt like it matched the vibe of Joker, kind of like mm-hmm. the it, it, there's there's definitely an era difference, but like just the just the overall I don't know tone down. It, it, it feels it feels a lot more toned down version than Suicide Squad. If that makes any sense. It just feels it it, it feels more to earth. And I I love seeing all the women together. I thought the I thought the color palette was awesome yeah. as well. But yeah, I'll let somebody else talk about it. Cause the, well, the color palette, r- the color palette reminded me of what I wish and I wanted Suicide Squad to be. When, when I first saw those commercials and the trailers, I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be so rad. This is going to be great. And then when you saw it, the first 30 minutes, it was like that, and then it went to shit. But I hope this thing sustains and it holds that feel that Suicide Squad couldn't hold on to. Um, so yeah, I, 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 the first time I saw it, I was a little like, oh, I don't know about this, but watching it again. It, she encompasses exactly what Harley is from the cartoons, correct, Les? Like, is, um, isn't that the way she is, speaks and what she talks? This is a way more colorful, livelier version than just the uh, her dressed up in the Arlequino. And I heard, outfit. I heard that she does wear that outfit. Well, this. now that does it all. Yeah, I heard that. she does have that outfit. That's the rumor that, that. you will see her in that at one point. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually all in for this. Water, right? I don't know. She didn't. No, she, she didn't. No, she she didn't. wore the Daddy's Little Monster shirt. Yeah. Um, that was the alternate. No, but what was the? What was the, there, there? There was that. There was that scene that that dream sequence she had or wherever where she was wearing that 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 same outfit she was wearing in like the animated series and stuff. Don't you remember oh, that? No, I don't where, remember where, that. Where no. they were dancing in the middle of that big room. You don't remember? I oh, but it was a dress though. It was a long no, dress, she, but no. it was in that pattern though. Right? No, no. She no. She had like the things on her she head. Had the and whole everything. thing. Oh, I didn't yes. remember that. Oh shit. 
Uh, the movie yeah, was like, an Easter egg. The mo- the oh, mo- you're right. It was the an Easter egg to that one painting. Very forgettable, though. Yeah. Luke. And yeah, that too. It was very forgettable. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm 100% in on this. I want yeah. to see this right away. And these okay. secondary characters are big enough to sustain well, a film the like this? Prey. Okay. So it's the Huntress, uh, Oracle, and Black Canary, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And I thought Oracle wasn't part of it. Um. Oh no, that's Renee Montoya in this, but for people that know based out of the comics, it's Barbara Gordon steps up as Oracle mm. yeah. and crowns okay. the whole thing. But in this it won't be. No. No. But we get Renee Montoya who's a major, major uh Batman. She's a ma- in the Batman canon, she's a major character. Okay. Uh mm-hmm. she's one of those who constantly is, you know, pissed off that Batman gets to do what he does, but she'll right. also help him. You know, when yeah, you know, things are going one wrong. of those, but she's like, you, you know, she'll look at him and be like, I can't believe I'm helping you. You're a vigilante, that kind of thing. Yeah. And the fact is, I'm looking at this trailer. That means they're going to do something to you and McGregor to make him become black mass. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which I wonder if he has a role in Suicide Squad, too, because Harley's going to be in that. Interesting. Yeah. All I know is that they're giving us extra, extra, uh, an extended look into the Batman universe, which is pretty cool because there's a lot going on there. Victor Zaz is in it too, which I don't know how far they're going to do with Zaz, but he's a great character. A great. I mean, he should have been in a Batman movie in the Nolan stuff. He should have been there. He was in Gotham, but that's it. Uh, Yeah. He his type of crazy is needed to be on the big screen Hmm. because he's. Just as bad as the Joker. Mm-hmm. Maybe, Maybe he'll be in Bat- Matt Reeves. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, too. Maybe they should just take these characters and start using them and sharing them. Not share, not a they, shared universe, but share them as... Like how she's going to be in Suicide Squad. Yes, and go, okay, now you're going to appear in this movie, and now you're going to yeah. appear in this one, and then just have mm-hmm. the Birds of Prey backing up you know, James Pat- uh, Robert Pattinson's mm-hmm. Batman. You know, Have them there helping them out. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's nothing saying they can't do that. Yeah, which would be really damn cool, man. Absolutely. But I like yeah, the color. I, I like the whole energy this thing's giving. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm really excited, actually, for the direction that DC seems to be taking. Me too. Um, uh, I and I, I say that as somebody, and I uh, know this is bad to say, that didn't completely hate the other stuff they did. Mm-hmm. Like I know that's kind of blasphemy to say these days. That how 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 dare you find enjoyment in in BBS or how Suicide dare Squad you like so, yeah how dare you? It, it, but like I really liked uh, Aquaman, and yeah. I and I really and I and I really think that the even even though Joker is going to be separate, I think it's going to be like a, a cool story to have on the side, just kind of mm-hmm. there. And and this looks like it's going to be like like a like a super cool like fun yet empowering yet mm-hmm. dark movie, and it it's really cool to take these characters because I mean, Les, I'm sure you can, you can attest like DC has always been darker in tone, right? Like it's always, oh, yeah, kind for of sure. Dead. Yeah. 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 There's yeah, for sure. There's, it's I always mean, had that heavy, heavy, heavy feel to it. Yeah. All, I mean, yeah. except for maybe Superman, but that's because he's otherworldly. Like he's just so much farther <sighs> above everyone else, but Batman for sure. And everything I else hate, is just I hate Superman. I hate him with a fiery passion. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 really? I, welcome I just welcome to the Sith like Luke. Welcome to the Sith dude. How you doing, bro? Uh, All right, dude, dude, I, this is great. I, I've, never, I've, never, I've never been a fan of Superman. I like, I liked Man of Steel <laughs> for the most part, but I just, I just, 
<laughs> his character drives me nuts. Um, okay. But all right. yeah, what are you, is he like? Is he like your favorite? I cannot Les, stand that, that, that No, less less hate Superman. I love hate Superman just as much as anybody. Oh yeah, the hands. Mm-hmm. By the way, that that a uh, CW not CW the. Uh, is it still CW? It's the Arrowverse. It's CW. That yeah. uh, whole um, crisis, thing, the crisis thing they're yeah. doing. They had Brandon Ralph. Yeah, did you see Tom that? Tom Welling will show up too. And yeah. Tom Welling and uh, Lois, the the, the, the Erica Durant. Yes, she doesn't look. She doesn't look the same, by the way, unfortunately. But Tom Welling looks great, and the guy from the Superman that's in uh, the uh, Supergirl are is good. They have like five different Supermans. This yeah. damn thing, which is cool. And Burt Ward's going to be in it. It's Robin. Come on. Uh, King Tom, what did you think about this? I didn't get your take. Um, I mean, it looked interesting. I'm not a DC person, so I really don't know. Other than Harley Quinn, I really don't know who's who, but it looks interesting. I I think the roller skate parts look really cool. That's a type of action I don't think we've really seen in a... Uh, oh, yes, we have, King Tom. Comic. Oh, yes, we have. You you we seem have? to forget Mr. Freeze's little shenanigans with the <laughs> rollerbladers, buddy. I thought or they were on maybe ice skates. I, maybe I they were on rollerblades, man. That's uh, what I didn't understand. Mr. Freeze is fucking ice. They should ice, have some ice skaters. I can have around. some guys in ice hockey skates or what something. What was that Android Weber uh, play? Starlight Express? Yes, that's exactly They were all zipper on a roller skate. Chill. This, this looked a lot Chill. better. This looked a lot better. I know, I'm kidding. That really did look cool. I, I'm excited about this. And think about the run that they're in. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam, we're going to have Joker, and we're going to have this. And then after that, Matt Reeves is the Batman. There's going to be six solid films, hopefully. And not the Suicide Squad is awesome. I'm sorry, Suicide Squad, with James Gunn doing it. I think they're so, just you know, doing that, the, it, let's have fun. Yeah, so we're going to have seven yeah. solid films in a row. I think what they're doing is like, no pressure. Let's just have fun. Let's just do this thing. And we make movies, you know, if they want to decide to do sequels and shared universes and all that stuff. That's something they can do later, but don't yeah. sit there and succumb to the giant the that canon. is Disney and their storytelling group. Like right. you just do your thing and be done with it. Be just yeah. enjoy yourselves. Exactly. Simple as that. All right. Now that we've broken down the weekend geek and got into some crazy deep stuff and some not so much, not so deep stuff. Let's do the flash round with Luke. Luke, I know you know how this works. You ready to play the flash round? Let's do it. It's time for the flash round. This is where we try to figure out what's in that big old noggin of yours. You ready? Good luck. In sync, Backstreet Boys. In sync. Favorite cereal. Fruity Pebbles. Favorite cuss word. Fuck. Spot legs, spider legs, or regular legs mall. Mm. Spider legs all day, every day. Ooh, more than regular legs? Oh, yeah, because it's fucking creepy as shit, and I love it. It is really, it is really weird. Tupac or Biggie? Uh, Biggie. Rogue One or Solo? Uh, uh, Solo. Favorite non-Star Wars movie? Fuck, man. Um, I never saw that one. Jaws. Great movie. Great, great, great movie. What color would your lightsaber be? Blue. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Good one. Sorry, I'm sorry. I know, I know it's lame, but I'd be blue. No, no. I, I don't even have a color. Mine would be see-through. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that way they don't know they're going to hit. Leia Padme... <laughs> So Leia, Padme, or Ray? Leia. Favorite, okay, favorite musical artist or band? Um, uh, that's tough, but I would probably go Queens of the Stone Age. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Uh, smooth, and then if I because because I we never seem to get all the way through uh, the thing of crunchy peanut butter and a 
a fast paced time and we love creamy here. So if I ever want some, let's sprinkle some peanuts on it. We're all good. Ooh, it's a good take. It's a good take. Mm-hmm. You ever into the uh, swirl? The what do you jam? mean, like with a with a jelly in the peanut butter? <laughs> yeah, the goobers, no. the goobers. No, get the fuck out of here. You give me jiff or give me death. <laughs> okay, all right, Hard, hardcore. I like it. Vader or Kylo? Oh man, uh, hate to say it, but I think I'm gonna go Kylo. No, it's fine. I know you're not wrong because it's your answers. Opinions. Before, before, opinions. Opinions. They're never wrong. Favorite video game of all time? These are such broad questions. Well, I answered it on one of these things on Twitter. So I, and it's, it's mostly because of what it meant to me, you know, meeting some friends and stuff, but I love the game as well. Uh, there was a game on Xbox 360 called Lost Planet. You ever heard of that? No, I, I have not. It's kind of an obscure game, but uh, it's where I first got introduced to the online uh, playing forum. And I met a lot of friends and we kicked a lot of ass. And I became like, I don't know, like seventh, seventh, uh, maybe sixty fifth in the world. Wow! At, at one time, and part of it, yeah, Shit. I played a lot of video games back in the day. Um, it, How, it was, it, it was, ma- it, we were, we were mainly fighting against the Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> How many people actually played at seventy? No, 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 no. no it, it, there at, at its height, it was probably it was probably in the in the low millions. Oh shit, that is actually really good. I'm just fucking with you, dude. That's no, it's all good. good. That's impressive, man. Okay, last but not least, the question that everybody wants to know, the question that everybody gets right, because if you get it wrong, I edit it out. Uh-huh. Beyonce or Rihanna? Okay, before I answer this question, oh, I, I have don't to like take how this starts. Umbridge. I don't like how this starts. I, no, I no, like this. I have to, have, to, have to take umbrage with every person who's got this question wrong, uh, because it's almost offensive that you would ever pick Rihanna. Thank like, you. Like be like Beyonce, her name is literally the Queen, Queen B. She is Beyonce is the is is like Rihanna's great, but it's forever and always Beyonce. I don't know how people ever say Rihanna. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. You got a hundred percent on this thing. Thank I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you are good. You're good at your own <laughs> answers, as our boy Eric says. Well, dude. Thank you so much for coming on. We had a blast. This was a fun episode to record, and there's so much shit going on, and and uh, your takes were great. Tell people where they can listen to your great motivation. Ooh, ah, the Bad Motivators every Wednesday with my friends Dallas Wood and the Sithless half-owned Eric Strothers. Uh, Every week we talk about uh, nonsense and Star Wars, and we, you know, try to try to try to keep it fun. Every once in a while we talk about some serious stuff, but it's mostly a good time. And uh, you can also, ca- uh, oh, I guess you want to say it too, but you can also catch uh, my uh, my Patreon show with King Tom and uh, Rashad Cosm. Yeah, with a Raj. <laughs> with, Raj is on your yeah Patreon. Damn it, I'm not getting <laughs> cut out of that. Oh God! With uh, Rashad Cosm called Seismic Charges, where we talk about comic books and Star Wars, and it's a lot of fun. So, and I also do another one called Fairly Critical on that on that feed too. It's good times. It's fantastic, guys. Tune in and support the Bad Motivators Patreon, please. And Mister Tom Chansky, the the king of all pods, the Patreon extraordinaire. If you're doing a Patreon, who do you call? Not Ray Park Jr. You call Tom Chansky. <laughs> Where can people listen to you? Uh, right here on the Sith List, on the Bad Motivators Patreon, on the Steel Wars Patreon, and on the Blue Harvest Patreon. 
And soon to yours. <laughs> and soon the Sithless Patreon. No, no, no. I mean everybody, not just you. Mm-hmm. Soon yeah. everybody else's Patreon. Oh, that's true. Everybody else will have one before us. So, so all the Patreons <laughs> fill the king's coffers? There it is. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I wish. <laughs> there it is. I'm waiting. Luke. You oh. Keep on waiting, buddy. <laughs> is it weird that I charged my mom to be on our podcast last night? Oh, it was like, God. it's 20 bucks to be in front of that mic, mom. No, I mean... If, for all the damage she she did to you as a young child, she deserved to pay. Lying so. bot, man. Lying <laughs> bot. Mis- <laughs> Mr. Gonzalez, where can people stare into those beautiful green eyes of yours? Uh, damn. Oh, damn. You, you, you don't have to stare anywhere. You can listen to me here on <laughs> The Sith List. And I'm on Twitter at LessIsMore78. And you can find me on Twitter at The Sith List. Thank you for listening to episode 165. We'll be back next week for episode number 166 with our boy Andy Campbell from Down Under. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, and I said it with like a smirk like people could see how I'm making the face. I'm just dumb. <laughs> Brought to you again by Coconut Water, Kirkland, Costco. Oh, yeah. Hey. Free advertising for the big guy. That's right. Oh. Remember when we had an underwear advertisement for about two months? Yeah, we did. That was awesome. Yeah. I, still, I still have all those underwears. But, hey, listen, anybody needs underwear, some cool stuff, hit me up. I'll send them to you. <laughs> They're actually comfortable. They're fantastic. And uh, we'll catch you next week on episode number 166 of The Sith List. Set out from-